what do you think about our intro music? It, it's pretty sweet. I mean, I'm pumped up. <laughs> they should have that at the beginning of every jazz game. Right after the anthem, of course. Right, of course. Um, we haven't been here in a while. It's been over a month. Jazz news has not... There hasn't been a whole lot of jazz news. Lots of rumors. Lots of trade rumors, obviously. Right. Uh, are they rumors or are they just like... I'm just going to pull this out of the air and see what people think. I don't... That's where rumors come from, right? Or That's true. I feel like rumors have some kind of truth where it was, was found somehow and not just... Right. I, I heard some rumors about uh, the Utah Jazz administration as far as ownership okay. goes. Have you heard anything about that? A lot of stuff going on right now. <laughs> Something happened in Jazz Nation that has not happened in 35 years, wow. people. It's a long time. You guys are listening to Jazz Beats. Thank you for tuning in. It's been a while. I'm Jackson Stevenette. This is Tyson Curtis. You're welcome. It feels good to be here. It does feel good. I'm glad you guys are with us listening. I'm glad stuff is going on that we have to talk about because yeah, otherwise... Uh, uh, normally we'd be starting, we'd be in the beginning weeks of a normal season, right? Yeah, it's... it's we're going full force season by now. It's, this is weird. For people who bought season tickets for this upcoming season, they've got to be in like limbo mode, right? Like, what's happening? Do I get tickets? Am I going to watch a game? So it's not really a good time to be a, a season ticket holder? Well, I don't know. I mean, you paid for 82 games, and it kind of sounds like that's not going to be a, a reality. That's yeah, a weird time we're in. You ready to get after it? Let's hear this this Utah Jazz news. Why oh, yeah, are we let's, here? Let's clear out this rumor that I heard. Why are we here, Tyson? The Miller family have owned the Utah Jazz as far as I can recall here in Utah. 35 years is what my understanding is. And they have been a fantastic owner. And they sold the Utah Jazz this week to a Mr. Ryan Smith. That's That's my head exploding by this completely out of nowhere surprise, I feel like. I don't... I don't know anything or, or any rumors before what happened. That's what's incredible is I, none of I, no one saw this coming. And if you think you did, you didn't. Stop it. <laughs> Nobody was thinking like, hey, I bet the Jazz sell this season. No, they were all thinking, how do we keep Donovan Mitchell? No one's even on the radar of selling the, the team. That's crazy. I think Ryan knew. Ryan, Ryan Smith, knew. the new owner of okay, your Utah Jazz, knew. Man, <laughs> we're going to see him court side every game we already do i know uh, well but now we know who he is that's true well, and a lot of people probably do already know who ryan smith is because his success story in utah is is incredible and um but we'll get to him yeah let's talk about him in a minute let's first just give thanks in this time of year for the for the millers let's be honest without them pursuing this this team and 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 putting out i think they bought it for in the $20 million range right. back in $22 million in 35 years ago. Yeah. In the mid eighties. So, I mean, that's, that's a lot of money then. Uh, but what Larry and the Miller family and has, and continued by, by Gail. Now what the Miller family have done for Utah in general, as far as it's economics go yes. is, is we're indebted to them for their vision and for them being able to take chances and risks. So to the Millers, because um, obviously they're they're tuning in right now. Um, just a big giant thank you from from all of Jazz Nation. The Millers are incredible. They're a loyal listener, by the way. Uh, yeah, <laughs> no doubt, no doubt. They've really shaped a lot of what Utah is, and and ownership of a of a large NBA franchise like that can 
can be very positive or very negative. Agreed. We've seen some uh, ownerships that have had some. I mean, think of the scandals that we've had with the Millers. Uh, <laughs> oh wait, that's just not a thing. I mean, they're just such a classy group of people, and they've just always have high ethics and and standards. And the character of our team and our association is bar to none. I don't think any any can com- compare with. They all know the Miller family are good people. I've really gotten. I've, it's been fun, kind of getting to know Gail a little bit the last few years, right. Um, right. and especially this last year. I feel like she has been in the spotlight a little more. She's been a little more vocal and had to come out with a few statements right. from like po- representing post the, jazz. the Westbrook incident, right. right? And it's it's cool to see her emotion behind being an owner, and right. she's very passionate about the Jazz and what her and Larry have created. So this is probably a hard decision for her. It's all she's ever known since, you know, for the last 35 years, at least, you know, it's probably consumed a lot of her thoughts and daily decisions. So, I mean, it's a big part of her life. What do you think led to this now? Um, We we all know Larry passed away. How long ago? Years ago, it's been now. Years. He was fighting with diabetes. Right. right? So, um, a lot of people probably have suspicions um, because of normal issues we've been facing this year in 2020 covid elections um social movements yes. uh, justices i think that has nothing to do with it at all <laughs> okay <laughs> so you're you're refusing to answer my question <laughs> well, <laughs> no i'm just answering it how a politician does oh true i didn't really true. answer it next question you in the suit so, no <laughs> so so the miller family um i think it was after larry died or or it might have been more recent than that, but Gail decided to put this organization in a legacy trust is what they're calling it. So it, it hasn't been solely owned by her the last few years. Um, I'm My thoughts are is that the, the children of Larry and Gail in the trust are not up for the task of owning an organization like this. And I think Gail could see that. By by Gail's choice or by theirs? By theirs. Okay. I think they, first of all, I, I don't know a ton about them. And that's a problem for me. I don't want somebody I don't know oh. owning the team. Oh, that's Gail's son. Like, yeah. That's strange, right? Like, so, and, I, and I've heard around the, the, the thing called the interweb oh. that they would not do a good job either. Really? So... I'm I'm thinking Gail saw this, and before something happens with her, she's getting up there in age. Um, not to say it's looking something's great gonna though. Happen. Looking great, Gail. You're looking beautiful. Yes, um, love that silver. I hair. think she saw that, and it's and thought I need to get this organization to a good solid new owner before something happens to me. Having a concession plan is important for any business model of any kind, right? And I think that for her, if you're right in that judgment, that her immediate family wouldn't do the best thing for the jazz. That's a very um, thoughtful thing for her to do, to make a decision now early, not just for the team, but for Utah, for Utah, for Utah, for fans, for membership, for businesses that are affected by it. I mean, that's, that's incredible foresight on her part. Um, as of today, the, the news came out yesterday. My wife and I were talking about it and, and she goes, what would we do if, if the jazz, happen to move and we're going to, we're going to get into this a little later, but I just like went into this, this state of mind that was not a good place when a I dark thought of that. Place. Exactly. 
that I don't even want to think about. It's so, this is such a huge deal for Utahns in general. Absolutely. Even if you're not a jazz fan or a basketball fan, how many, um, just how much influence is there behind right. this team? It, I mean, like you'll met, you'll hear from Ryan in his own interview. He played junior jazz. I mean, it's a culture for the for the entire state. I told my wife, I said, oh, the jazz got sold today. They're moving to Vegas or Seattle. We'll find out next week." And she said, "No, <laughs> what's going to happen to she, jazz?" Beats? She said, "No, they're not." A- and I said, "That they are." She says, "You'd be crying." <laughs> <laughs> Gail did say, and so did Mr. Ryan Smith, that they intend and agree to keep the Jazz in Utah uh, moving forward, right? Yeah, let's talk about Ryan. Okay, let's, this guy's so this I, guy's dope. I think you did the same, but as soon as I found out the news, I I, I knew of him. I've seen him in the commercials and whatever, but I... You finally I, accepted his friend request? But I went <laughs> down the <laughs> rabbit hole of what Ryan Smith has done yes. in his life. He's, he's young. Oh, he's man. energetic. 42 years old right now, and he owns a, a professional sports team. That's, that's awesome. That's way that's cool. That's like every kid's dream right, right Especially if it's the team that means the most to yeah. you. You know what I mean? So tell us about his his background, if you so will. So he's a he's a Utah boy. Grew up in the Provo area and started a business there at some point in time with his brother, um, an online business doing surveys, so forth. Uh, they grew that business. I think two thousand two is the year that that kind of kick started off. In time, it grew, and he ended up selling it. For, Recently, this was I think last year he sold this for some money for a lot of money. Do we want to say the number amount? He I'm sold his business for $8 billion, everybody. $8 billion. That's more than Dr. Evil wanted on a spy who shagged me or whatever that show is. Austin Powers. That's so a lot. He, he still is maintains kind of control of the company. He's still the CEO of the company. Right. So he's still collecting a paycheck, but he just is no longer the owner, but still the founder. Right. Right. So he's he's got some deep pockets. Right. And he actually, he mentioned in one of his interviews that he had some friends who owned some sports teams, but they were in a different time zone than where they lived with his family. And he said he had no interest at all in owning a sports team where it was outside of the time zone where he and his family are. I know he had the opportunity a few years ago to move his business to California, right. where all the big tech companies are. It's a software company he does. Sure, sure. Online surveys and that. Um to the Silicon Valley, they call it, where Apple and Google have all their headquarters. With all the big dogs. And he said no. He didn't want that. He's, a, like you said, Utah, born and raised. Born? I think born? I think so, yeah. Anyways, from since he was young. And so that's that's great news for, for jazz fans. Right, and he loves Utah. He and his wife, they attribute their success to the Utah culture, environment, economics. And people. And people that were there. I mean, he decided... That's one of the things about going to Napa Valley compared to opening up an office in Provo. I mean, for heaven's sake, you know in Napa Valley you have very well qualified individuals who are all seeking that success in the technology world. But he thought, there's people in Provo I can do that with. Or I bring them to Provo. This is where I'm going to build. And they will come. <laughs> I love it. So, Ryan He's a, he's a success story. Yeah, absolutely. And he's still going. Like, he's not anywhere to his peak. Right. He's 42 years old and just energetic and, and awesome. I, I think this is going to be a great move down the road. We're going to talk a little bit about possible pros and cons to this change. Right. 
Um, but yeah, Ryan Ryan Smith is the new owner of the Utah Jazz. The majority owner, right? Majority. Good okay, call. so Gail still owns, or the tr- the legacy trust still owns twenty percent. Twenty percent. So they're still getting a paycheck. But she did say um, all of the decision making and influence will be done by Ryan. I would say that in time uh, that will come to an end. I'll bet there's a sunset clause on that agreement where after eight or ten years they have the option to sell the other 20% uh, to any buyer, but first probably to Ryan. Because at some point I would assume almost like a handover, you know, where he can still get information from them and they can still assist him in making major decisions and having key contacts to make sure that their growth is still there as far as administration and, and management goes. But I think that at some point I would be surprised if Ryan doesn't take over the own it all. Yeah. I think it it could have been for Gail too. I mean, this is her life for 35 years. What would she do? And she was probably hesitant about doing this. And it's, it's no secret that Ryan has wanted this for a while. He's been a a corporate sponsor for the jazz for a while. And he has said that he has approached the Millers uh, more than once on buying the team. So this could have been one of those, you know what, Gail, why don't, why don't you hang on to 20%? And let's make this happen. Right. Yeah, yeah. I like that. I feel like I'm in negotiations with Gail <laughs> right now, and Ryan's been. Uh, <laughs> no, that's it's it's kind of crazy. And you asked me earlier why I think they happen, and I avoided the question. And I hate to say this publicly, but sometimes I get worried when someone makes a quick, unannounced, unpremeditated to the public decision that maybe their health is maybe not as good as it could be. So I worry a little bit about Gail and for two reasons, because sometimes you you retire and then you die because you got nothing to do. Like you have no, but she's got 20% reason to live. So that's, that's good. <laughs> it's, it's better than none. So I hope she's, I hope she's doing well and, and is in good health and that that's not the reason why. But outside of that, I just think it was time for her to make sure that the jazz were in the right hands before her kids took over. Nice. <laughs> nice. <laughs> to say it not very nicely. Okay, so um, you're you're Ryan Smith. Let's say, what's the first? I mean, this is every Utah kid's dream is owning or being a part of this team. What are you doing? What are you doing first after you shake the hand and you get the key? Right. Whatever. Well, after spending one point six billion dollars, I throw up in the bathroom, <laughs> and then of the, the nice luxury bathroom of yes. your new office. Yes. Yes. <laughs> And then I pay someone to clean that up. No, I, I would probably, that's an interesting question. Something that I would do, you know what I'd do? I'd get my family and I'd go down in the Vivint Arena and just play some hoops with just them yeah. in my, my arena because he didn't just buy the team. Yeah. He owns the building and that's what I would do. And maybe, just, maybe a camp out there. That'd be cool. Yeah, for weeks. Right. I mean, who knows right. when the season's going to start? I just live in the Vivint Arena. <laughs> <laughs> I just get caterers coming in and out. Yeah. Yeah, that's probably what I do. I love it. I just have it to myself. I movie, love it. movie nights, just me and the fam up on the Megatron screen. Yeah. I'd love it. Like what, the, what, what, well, what, I would, what about you? What would you do? I would sit in every single front row seat. And and make sure Ooh. I know what my seat is, right? Because it's that's a big deal. Because doesn't Gail sit mid court? 
Yeah, I yeah. think so. She's got like, Ryan six, sits mid court most of the time too. Right. He's got I'm it just right on her lap. <laughs> no, no, that's how rumors get started. Oh, sorry, <laughs> we're gonna take that off the record. Oh, we don't have that editing capability, so just don't spread that record. Um, no, I'd, I'd be picking my seat. Really interesting, yeah, and, and kicking that season ticket. Isn't that funny? We both gravitate right down to the court. That's where it all starts, man. And that's where it should be, yeah. not on a screen watching from home. Right. We need to be in back in the arena. I know a lot of fans are going through, I mean, depression pills must be selling off the shelf right now because people <laughs> can't go to a jazz game right now. Yeah. Our mental health's got to be. Because we should be starting, like you said, the season starts right. weeks ago. Although, our, historically speaking, our first couple of weeks aren't great. For the jazz, <laughs> we're kind of like, what we're have in we depression done? What have we done? Anyways. What have we done? <laughs> <laughs> we're already in depression mode then. Um, yeah. Oh my God. So, so I'm sure a lot of people are going to be wondering what, what does this actually mean? Like what is an owner involved in? How is he different than the Millers? Um, like on paper, what does this mean for the team's success? That's a really good question. I'm going to hand that time over to my specialist analyst, <laughs> Jackson Stevenette. Go ahead, Jackson. Um, so I didn't know a whole <laughs> lot about what owners were capable of or doing. I thought they just wrote checks and just got to reap the benefits of having right. a team. Right. That's what I'm, yes. But they're, they're involved more than you think, or they have the ability to be, I'm sure there's owners out there who don't really care and they're just, just doing the check. They have their people to make the decisions for them. Right. Um, but you get owners like Mark Cuban of the Mavericks, um, Balmer of the Clippers. They're these big, high energy, high profile guys that are in it and they're passionate. And I think Ryan fits into that mold. He is super passionate about the jazz, obviously. He's at every game anyways. Right, um, right. It's his family's passion. They love it. Trades, free agent signings, um, staff signings, all go through the owner. So it doesn't go through the manager? For some reason, it, I, it's I thought a, the manager was the guy pulling Lindsay. It's a ladder, I think. And so it, okay. after it gets through the manager, the owner has to sign off on it. Really? And I've been told there's been trades or trades happened in the jazz organization that have been vetoed by ownership, whether it's us or the other team, but wow. it got to that point and got nixed because it's wow of ownership. So there's, there's some influence there. And, and, and that'll be interesting to see, cause we'll see a little bit of his personality, I guess on the court. We'll see what he thinks the jazz should be as a team, right? Yeah. That will be interesting. It will be, it'll be kind of fun having a, a younger energetic guy there to to see what he can do because we know the Millers have been on the conservative side of maybe money and contracts and, and right. that so it'll be interesting to see what can be done because I don't see Ryan being that way um I I, I see him as more of a big spender he's <laughs> so. a, and and he wants he wants to be in the eye of the public I mean yeah. he was the fight for fly, five sponsor with the jazz and right. when, when i don't know if you guys know this but jackson actually was selected we don't we don't for, need to talk uh, about uh, this. sorry i'm talking uh jackson was selected for a halftime show competition and he made a series of shots and he he, he did really really well he made a shot at half court right that is correct <laughs> yeah and i uh, got to dance around with the jazz bear jazz bear carried him around a little bit they it was a good other. time that was the original was a, jazz bear too it was a good day anyway the money that jackson won in that competition was donated by Ryan, yeah ryan's company so i mean he's like finding ways to get in and get involved and be a good person 
And even through the pandemic, what he's done for small businesses throughout Utah is incredible. I just, I think that it means a lot that Gail sold it to him. I think she could have got more money from the company for the, for the team. 1.6 billion. I know, I know that's, yeah. that's a lot of bloody money, but considering the ownership of the real estate and the team and the growth and the, that we have, the G league team as well. And parts of the buzz. I mean, there's a, a, a lot of things involved in the contract. It's worth more, but I think to Gail, it's worth more to her to sell it to a Utah grown visionary who is Ryan Smith. In her statement, um, I don't know who it was directed to the fans, the people, Utah, whatever. She did say this, um, transaction, I guess has given her the ability to do what her and Larry sought out to do, which was enrich other people's lives. So she is an amazing person. And I think her, um, judge of character goes along with that. And she's not just going to give this team up to the highest bidder, which like you said, I think could have been more than 1.6 billion dollars with a B folks (laughs) in case your audio is not coming through clearly. So if you don't know Ryan Smith or anything, you're going to want to get to know him. I think this is a great move for Utah. Um, nothing against the Millers there. They will never be replaced. Um, I think this is just, uh, the next chapter. Yeah, the Millers were the family to do what they did with the Jazz, and now Ryan will be the next step to grow the dynasty even more. That's that's big news. <laughs> yeah, that's it. I mean, I mean, I don't think we'll ever live to see this again. I hope. I hope not. Yeah, I it, hope this it's, works it's out. It's that rare of an occasion. So we'll see how we go. Twenty twenty one champions, first year in ownership, Ryan Smith. It could happen. Um, the odds, by the way, we could see are really good. <laughs> To win big money. Yeah, Tyson looked up the odds in Vegas on what you get if you place $100 on the Jazz to win the title. That's right. In 2021, you make some good money. One of my financial specialists actually reached out to me and advised (laughs) me that this would be a great investment. $100 for $4,500 back when the Jazz win next year? I mean, it's foolproof. Let's not be stupid. (laughs) Where's the risk? (laughs) (laughs) No, I think we could see some big changes this offseason, kind of moving ahead. Um, because of this move, maybe he's more willing to to pay the luxury tax and, and get some bigger names here and bigger salaries and willing to put out the money for for more guys. So it'll be interesting to see what see what Dennis Lindsay and um and our GM can do with maybe less reins on him. I'm trying to decide if it's Gail or the GM or them who, who have been holding him back. What, who's the one saying, easy, easy, easy. Yeah. And when it's going to be Ryan, he's going to be like, I want a ring. Let's do it. So make sure you're you're staying tuned to Jazz Beats. Um, we're going to, um, any anytime some news or a, or a signing or a trade comes through, we're going to be on here talking to you guys until the season starts. Of course, we don't know when the season starts or even when the trade deadline begins to decide if there is any changes in the roster for the Jazz. But soon as we do know, you'll know. I love it. <laughs> well played. <laughs> Thanks for listening, guys. Keep in touch. Um, we are Jazz Beats, and we're we're happy to be back. So hopefully, we get some more news like this that we can we can spread the good word. Let's go, Ryan. Mm-hmm.